0: Traveling the country and serving with all of you, I have encountered far more people that want to build something than those who want to tear it down. I have faith in this country because America is more than a country. America is an idea. Today I am driven by the same purpose that I felt when I arrived in Congress. But now it is time to pursue my passion in a new arena. While I'll be departing the house at the end of this year, I will never, ever give up fighting for this country that I love so much. To all those who have supported me through the years, especially our constituents, thank you from the bottom of my heart. We did our part. And when the stakes were the highest, we rose to the challenge. We were willing to risk it all, no matter the odds, no matter the personal cost. Simply put, we did the right thing. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.
1: Well, that happened. That's a wrap. Kevin McCarthy, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya, leaving the House of Representatives. Holy mackerel. Now, the filing deadline, that was coming up quick. But I, I must question whether this is a, you didn't want me, I don't want you, or is this a flat-out revenge play? You're not even going to, like, wait out your term. You're going to leave at the end of the year, leaving Republicans with a two-, three-seat majority? Remember, you already got rid of Santos. Oh, oh don't tell <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the cold. I apologize. That was pretty gross. Don't tell me that there isn't the possibility of revenge, kitten. Oh, goodness gracious. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Man, oh, man. that be some news. Now, maybe if you're Kevin McCarthy, you got kicked out of the speaker position. And you're like, I'm not about to be a member of this house where I, I, I'm not in leadership. I built myself up in leadership. I grew myself through the entirety of leadership. I'm now not going to have uh, a moment where I, no, no, I'm not doing it. The question then becomes, what's his opportunity? You know, um, uh, to to uh, quote uh, the fantastic, A Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Where does he go from here?
2: Where do we go from here? Where Where do we go go from
1: here? I don't have an answer. I have no idea where he goes from here. He runs for... He runs for Governor? Nah nah he doesn't run for governor it doesn't even make any sense. he runs for Senate as a Republican in California just to lose you're going up against Schiff you're going up against uh I mean uh, in the Democratic side there's a couple of people Porter and, and Schiff they're they're gonna fight for this thing um I'm curious. But man, uh, it puts Republicans in an ugly spot in the House, and I gotta tell you, I think the view is gonna be good riddance. I mean, that's that's the way it's gonna play out. I don't think that view is is accurate. I think that's what the view is going to be. People forget part of the role of the of the Speaker, fundraising, money matters, kitten, and he's good at raising money. Now, when you're good at raising money, you create a lot of opportunities for yourself, and it might not be in the, the public service arena. There could be other places raising money for other things, other people, other ideas, etc. But no one asks themselves, what is the long-term ramifications of throwing him out? I have nothing against Speaker Mike Johnson. Zero against Speaker Mike Johnson. I do not think that we're in that much better a position. I think more damage was done. And it wasn't necessary. I've had that take uh, since the beginning. I still have that take. But now, I mean, I I don't pay attention to, you know, uh, deadlines and, and when you have to, you know, have all the signatures in in order to, to, to run for a race, etc. cetera. Maybe if I, I had all of those kinds of um, prongs out there, yeah, you know, I focus on what I focus on, I'd be like, oh, this could happen. I'm sure people on the inside are like, oh, we knew this was coming. I think for a lot of people, this is a shock. This is a shock, and I think for a fair amount of people on the activist side, they're not going to miss him at all. The people who are, you know, required to do the work and find the money to be able to do the work, they might miss him quite a bit. Then there's the story of Jeffrey Epstein. I've said it before. I'll say it again without any hesitation at all. If you were associated with Jeffrey Epstein, and I don't care who you are, and you knew what was going on, if you got on that plane And you knew about the underage kids. I don't care. You have to go to jail. We have to frog march you into a courtroom. I don't care what political party you're a part of. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care how many people love you or hate you or whatever. Associated with Jeffrey Epstein, this child molester, and his uh, child molesting uh, accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, you go to jail. So it's kind of fascinating that Robert Kennedy Jr. on with Jesse Waters yesterday says, "Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane twice."
0: "You weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you?" "I yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993 and I was on it in and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children.
1: I'm assuming he means his two children. I've, I'm going to assume he means his uh, two, two, two children. Um, there were people who associated with uh, Jeffrey Epstein who I'm willing to believe I am. I'm willing to believe they had no idea. Jeffrey Epstein was in the circles. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, was, was, you know, a big donor to this, that, and the other. And so in those uh, social circles that they knew each other, that they might have taken a flight, I'm, 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 don't, I'm not necessarily surprised by, uh, nor uh, do I think that that is so much an issue. It is possible to have not known. I mean, the, the answer to the question, how well do you really know somebody? If someone is keeping something hidden, they're keeping it hidden. But this is why when um, Dick Durbin is asked for um, logs about uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and, and he won't uh, have them shared, you have Senator Marsha Blackburn who is trying to subpoena the flight log for Jeffrey Epstein, and Dick Durbin is blocking it, why? Why in the world would anyone block these things? Why is it that when it comes to this guy, we know so little information? It's wholly and completely unacceptable. Who's getting protected and how are they getting protected? Why would anybody want to protect these people at all? Uh, Senator Blackburn.
0: Well, if you were not watching C-SPAN, and if you didn't see that Judiciary Committee hearing today, this was quite a mess. But we were trying to get my subpoenas of Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs, and the subpoena of Sotomayor and her book deal, things that weren't reported, but we have found out about this through the news. And of course, the chairman blocked it all, cut it off. That's not how this committee is supposed to work.
1: Now, I know very little about Sonia Sotomayor's book deal, uh, just for for the sake of clarity. But if I can't get access to a flight log from a known pedophile, from a known abuser of children, well, I, I immediately go to, there's a reason for that. And the reason is somebody's being protected. And I am not interested in anyone being protected when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein. Your last name is Kennedy. Your last name is Gates. Your last name is Clinton. Your last name is Trump. I don't care. We should know. We should demand to know. People need to go to jail for what they did, for a ways in which they looked the other way. So, does this hurt? Does this hurt uh, Kennedy um, in, in 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 his run? Uh, the The answer is, I have no idea what hurts that man or not in this independent run for president. Anyway. What, what I know is it's possible to have been on a plane and not know what was happening. That is possible. Probable, I don't know about. It's possible. What I know is that what has happened here is ugly and there seems no desire to actually engage in investigation. After all, it's not conspiracy to note that Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to kill himself. Or, uh, said differently, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. That's not even conspiratorial. That's not tinfoil hat. Everybody and their mother was keeping an eye on the sky, and then one night the cameras didn't work and the guards were asleep. Stop it. How about in Vegas, as somebody just sent me, uh, Greg just sent me there, uh the the tweet? What about the Harvest Festival? How is it possible? I've got a shooter inside a casino of the Mandalay Bay 32nd floor. Firing more than a thousand rounds, kills 60 people, wounds over 400. I don't know a thing about this dude. That was 2017. We don't know anything. We never got told anything. I'll tell you this, I'm not happy about it. And you say to me, well, Tony, this is different for you. You're not a very conspiratorial guy. There is nothing about what I have just discussed regarding uh, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, the Harvest Festival shooting that's conspiratorial. These things happened, and nobody does an investigation that gets shared with us. Everything gets shared with us all the time. If one of these things had to deal with racism, we'd know everything about it. We don't know anything about these things. Me, for one, I'm disgusted. Anybody who is associated with Epstein and the abuse of children needs to go to jail. Don't give a damn what their last name is. March them right into the court. Do it on pay-per-view. I'll gladly pay for it. I'm Tony Katz. Norman Lear, dead at the age of 101. I mean, look, uh, never mind that politically, I was never going to be a man who connected with Norman Lear. But groundbreaking television? All in the Family? Maud? The Jeffersons? I mean, that stuff is nuts. It is incredible. The mountain of work. He also worked with I mean, he worked with powerhouse names. Never mind uh, Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton and all in the family. But if you look at the cast of Good Times, which was a show I enjoyed, I was, I mean, I was a kid. I was a kid watching Good Times, and this was the middle of the 70s. Um, That uh, John Amos, Esther Roll. Do you know how big of a of an actress Esther Roll was? Big of a name and um just gigantic. and never mind, Jimmy JJ Walker. There's a great photo of Jimmy Walker. You know, dynamite. You, you might not know it, it, it it happened. An absolutely fantastic photo. And it's Jimmy Walker with two of his writers. Writers, guys who wrote jokes for him and got paid by the joke probably and they were lucky to have the gig and happy to have the gig and Jimmy Walker was the star. Um, and uh, those two writers were David Letterman and Byron Allen. David Letterman is David Letterman. Uh, Byron Allen was a stand-up comic. And he was on a show for a while in the 80s called Real People. And what Byron Allen figured out is how to produce his own content. And it didn't matter if it aired at 2.30 in the morning. Shows with other comics and talk show kind of stuff. And built that into a massive, massive media conglomerate. So much so that he bought the Weather Channel. He has a tremendous amount of money. Entertainment Studios, I believe it, it's, it's called. It's a crazy photo. But Norman Lear, 101. Hey, if you're going to be healthy, might as well uh, live. I don't know what his health was like, um, but certainly there was some fascinating TV. And no one called it woke. They just said this is interesting or this was important or whatever. All solid. Uh, Tommy Tuberville has ended his blockade of military promotions. He's saying that there has been a change. Um, regarding uh, rules in the National Defense Authorization Act. And therefore, he can't hold out. What was the holdout? He was holding out on these promotions because he didn't want the military paying for abortions. No, you want to have an abortion? You pay for it. The military shouldn't pay for this. What a foolhardy thing. I don't disagree with him on that. At all. He said the rules changed i got to change with them i'm not going to hold the promotions of these people any longer we just released them the democrats have been infuriated by this i hope tommy tuberville has learned his lesson what learned his lesson the guy said we're not going to have this in the military and i'm going to make sure you're paying attention to it look with all due respect as 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 a matter of concept he was right how else are you supposed to change things Unless you actually change things. He wasn't going to just let it happen. And they did engage some of these promotions. They just had to pass them one at a time. As opposed to in these these large blocks. Well, good. Do them one at a time. Make sure the promotions are are, are proper. And these people deserve it. But more importantly. Should the federal government be paying for abortions because someone's a part of the military? It's a good question. And he didn't think so, and so this is how he he dealt with it. That it put some other people in limbo. Well, that, that's going to happen. I'm always amazed uh, by, by by the people. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that, but they can do anything. Now, I don't, I don't ever think what Tommy Tupperville did was so was so out of hand but he's saying there's a rules change and so that's where we're at we've got a debate tonight four candidates on the stage well I'm, look, I'm gonna watch but no big events but if these people aren't gonna talk about biden and trump what's the point of it all i'll get into it this is tony katz today find everything at tony There's going to be a vote on formal Biden impeachment inquiry. This will not be impeachment. Just the inquiry. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. Holy cow. Uh, My my kid was sick and I I stayed away and I did my vitamin C and washed my hands and it did no good whatsoever. No good whatsoever. Ever and uh, past couple days with the cold and then last night it got bad. So if I sound a little bit off, I, I apologize for it. Uh, I have been saying that it seems very obvious that this House of Representatives is moving down this road and I think the odds of them voting on impeachment are 50-50. What the House is going to do, it's going to hold a formal vote to authorize the ongoing impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. This got announced by Speaker Johnson just yesterday, saying that the House is at an inflection point, accusing the White House of stonewalling the investigation. This is the, the quote. They're refusing to turn over key witnesses to allow them to testify as they've been subpoenaed. They're refusing to turn over thousands of documents from the, for the National Archives. The House has no choice if it is going to follow its constitutional responsibility to formally adopt... An impeachment inquiry on the floor so that when the subpoenas are challenged in court will be at the apex of our constitutional authority. Now, I'm not 100% sure that's actually necessary, but uh, let's leave it there. I'm not going to worry uh, about it. The story being, uh, the latest story being, is that Hunter paid Joe Biden from an account for businesses for business that receive payments from China. This is according to James Comer, who chairs the House Oversight Committee. Comer released subpoenaed bank records that showed that Hunter Biden's business entity, which was called OWASCO PC, O-W-A-S-C-O, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. The payments were set up to occur monthly and totaled $1,380. This was not, as Comer stated, a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other, as he puts it, quote, shady corners of the world. Now, it is one thing to say, oh, that check that I wrote uh, or that uh, Joe Biden's brother, uh, Jim Biden, wrote, well, that was just a payback of a loan, just a payback of a loan. Monthly payments are different. And by the way, no one believes it's a payoff of a loan. No one believes that. It's different, it's different, it's different. There is plenty to see here regarding Joe and Hunter Biden that very clearly, quite clearly, Joe Biden knew of Hunter Biden's business dealings and clearly, quite clearly, Joe Biden was a beneficiary to some extent of the deals. Joe Biden knew about the deals. And, and Joe Biden was a beneficiary of the deals. This is what's obvious. I don't know why anybody would say, well, this isn't happening. But I could show you, for example, uh, Congressman Dan Goldman, who worked as a, uh, as a lawyer on impeachment for the Democrats, who will gladly tell you that the whole story of the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, I mean, that's still a question, even though all of, the, all of it has been uh, authenticated. The, uh, the New York Post had the story cold, but he's still out there as of just uh, a couple of weeks ago
2: saying, uh, well, I don't know if we can trust this. Um, you've talked about the Hunter Biden laptop and how the FBI knew it existed. You are aware of course that the uh, laptop so to speak was actually that was published in the New York Post was actually a hard drive that the New York Post admitted here was not authenticated as real. It was not the laptop the FBI had. You're aware of that, right? It was the same contents. How do you know? Because because it's the same I mean it's You would have to authenticate it to know it was the, the same, same contents. Content. You have no idea. You know you hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. Well, what's the evidence that that, that happened? What's well, there the is evidence actual evidence of it. But the point is, it's There's not. No There's no evidence. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad theory. you agree with me, Mr. Schellenberger, that transparency is the most important thing. And my last question for you. Is do you think it would be transparent if Hunter Biden came to this Congress and testified in a public hearing and more transparent than if he testified privately? It's, I mean, literally, I've never thought about that. I have no idea. <laughs> you I don't Literally, never like, thought about is that. public testimony more I mean, transparent than private testimony? Here. Are you familiar with the First Mr. Amendment? Mr. Chairman, I yield says back. That the Congress shall take no action it, it, to abridge freedom of speech. Yeah. And okay. that's what you just described,
1: Mr. Shelby. Schellenberger is really good journalist, but it, it, it's it's remarkable. It's the same contents. Well, you can't prove that. Yes, we can prove that. We have proven it. But yet here is Goldman out there telling you that what's on the laptop. Well, we don't know if we can trust that. I'm not about to listen to these group of people when it talk when they talk about uh, Hunter Biden did nothing wrong and Joe Biden did nothing wrong. I think it's more and more obvious every day that something is a foul here. Something is amiss. And so if you have to formalize uh, the impeachment, it's fine by me, the, the, the inquiry. Are they going to do it? I put it at 50-50. I think the exposing of the issue might be equivalent to the actual impeachment without having to have anybody put on the record and having it fail in the Senate, which it will, because they will not remove. The evidence could be quite literally Joe Biden saying, hey, Hunter, thanks for this check from China from our business deal that we made because I'm Joe Biden and I got you the job. Like, he could be on video saying that. And and Democrats would be like oh, I don't know I don't know. I don't know Trump 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 and that's what they would say and they'd move on. So with that, with that, um, let them set it up. But I think the odds of actual impeachment 50-50. And the GOP debate is tonight. It's in Alabama. It'll be on News Nation. Uh, what to expect? I mean, I'll dig into to more of of what I'm. What I'm expecting, uh, but it's you know I I make the claim that you better be ready to go at Donald Trump. You better be ready to go at um uh, Joe Biden. That's who you're running against. That's who you're running against. You're gonna focus on uh, DeSantis going after Haley, Haley going after Ramaswamy. Uh, Ramaswamy going after Haley, no one going after Chris Christie. You, Trump and Biden. As for topics, I, I, well, I think that really depends on uh, the these hosts. Uh, you've got Elizabeth Vargas, who I know very, very little about. You got uh, 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 Al- Elena Johnson, Washington Free Beacon. I think I don't know much about her either. And then you've got Megyn Kelly. So part of my issue with News Nation, I want them to be successful. They really do like to, like to push the idea of, look at all the cool now celebrities we have. Um, okay, you're the people who hired Chris Cuomo, and Chris Cuomo's embarrassed to be there. I wouldn't be embarrassed to be there, but Chris Cuomo is. But sure, whatever you say. And like, there's there's that kind of thing about them. Uh, I've seen Megyn Kelly do a debate before, and she was lousy. You can talk about all that she has uh, been through in, in terms of the nonsense over at NBC uh, and and coming back and rebuilding a career. I'm not going to forget the fact that she did a terrible, terrible job in the debate. A terrible, terrible job with Trump. She was terrible. Not going to forget that at all. Do I think she'll be terrible this time around? I, I don't know. But I think it depends on what the objective here. I was on the News Nation site and it says Social Security, Medicare, where GOP candidates stand on retirement benefits. Is this going to be one of the questions? I don't know if I specifically mind the conversation about Medicare, but the conversation has to be about the overhaul that is necessary because it's an unaffordable uh, concept right now. I mean, it just it's not a sustainable entity right now. So so that's fine. And it is going to require changes. Of course it is. Democrats won't admit to this because their answer is just charge more taxes not recognize life expectancy issues, not recognize uh, that you don't have a population that's able to properly keep up with what was promised. That's the problem with all of these kinds of of, uh, giveaways. You promised this, that, and the other, but you then didn't push for having a population that could keep funding these things. Less and less children, the harder and harder to fund. Well, just tax the rich. No, that's not the answer, you disgusting, despicable people. My goodness gracious. So if, that, if the whole subject is about that, like, for example, fentanyl, opioids, where are the 2024 Republican candidates' policies? And then they ask about border and immigration, where Republican candidates stand. Well, the border, I absolutely want to be a part of the conversation. And a border conversation is a fentanyl conversation which is a China conversation. But what I don't want is platitudes. If I hear the word comprehensive immigration reform, I'm just gonna I'm just I'm gonna puke I want to hear policy and I want to hear about democratic failure. What is it that's available right now? that people are pushing his legislation, that they refuse to vote on, that they refuse to engage with. Talk to me about that. Make the real difference, the real engage a differentiation between you and the other candidates, between you and Trump, between you and Biden. Go do that. That's what I hope to see. The question is, will these uh, moderators work in a way that lets them? And by the way, there are three female moderators. I'm not okay with that at all. I'm not okay with that at all. I'm, I'm supposed to be okay with three men? I was told that that's wrong. So this is wrong too. I, what, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, just, I'm just applying their rules equally. How dare you? How dare you? That is tonight at 8 p.m. I will be watching. I would have had an event. I would have done a thing. But man, I, I, this this cold, as I was saying. I'll be in. I'll be staying inside with a hot toddy, watching this thing unfurl. This is Tony Katz today. To be clear, I have no intention of being nice. To be clear, I I want it understood that I mean to speak with absolute derision about the White House interns. And to be clear, I'm trying to insult them because anybody who signed, any one of these 40 interns, 40 plus interns, who signed this anonymous letter looking for a ceasefire, demanding that Biden engage a ceasefire, fire every single one of them, No one should ever hire these total losers. And for the love of God, don't procreate with these people. They're going to create crappy children. They're disgusting, despicable losers. And they have to be called as much. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Find everything at TonyKatz.com. It got shared with NBC News, this letter that's addressed to President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, supported by more than 40 interns who work in the White House and other executive branch offices. Call for a permanent ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. They sent a letter to him accusing him of having, quote, ignored the, quote, pleas of the American people. We, the Undersigned Fall 2023 White House and Executive Office of President Interns, will no longer remain silent on the ongoing genocide of the Palestinian people. Kiss my... Mm, it's radio, Tony. It's radio. Tony Katz! Tony Katz today! What's going on, everybody? Of course, there are fools everywhere. You're an intern. You don't matter. We'll replace you with another intern but you learned well at whatever Marxist university you went to, and you think you can apply pressure to the duly elected president of the United States, I'd throw every intern out on their ass. And as you left, I'd be like, later, bitch. And off you'd go. I would share your names with every Fortune 500 company to only hope you never get hired. That's how disgusting you are. First, just as a... A matter of, 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 of clarity. Did you sign this anonymously? I think this was an anonymous letter. They say who they are, but I don't think they actually sign their names to it. Secondly, How could you write this? We heed the voices of the American people and call on the administration to demand a permanent ceasefire. We are not the decision makers of today, but we aspire to be the leaders of tomorrow, and we will never forget how the pleas of the American people have been heard and thus far ignored. This isn't what the American people want. The American people want Israel to be able to protect and defend itself, and they want the United States to protect itself from terrorists, and those people who attack U.S. citizens or U.S. soldiers should be destroyed. That's what I'm hearing. The American people I talk to, that's what they want. That's their plea. Not this nonsense that you're talking about. You must listen to a bunch of losers. I listen to the heartland and the heartland isn't interested in this terrorist crap existing any longer. They'd like to see these losers gone. They want to see them fail. They want to see Israel survive. And then yeah, try and work out some kind of deal with the actual citizenry of Gaza because they've been living in a hellscape, but it can't be done while Hamas is there. And anybody who doesn't believe in removing Hamas isn't worth a moment of your damn time, including these loser White House in Turns, I swear to you, to hell with these people. Oh, you want me to play it? I can I can do that. I, I, I can do that. I, di- I didn't have it at the first, but now now I can do it. Sure, absolutely. Here you go. F these people. There, now we understand it. The people I talk to, they want Hamas done. And then you can have peace. Somebody was sharing with me, uh, a friend of mine, he was on his way to, to work in, in Indianapolis. And uh, he came across a a truck. Big sign in the back. Um, Why don't we care about the children of Gaza? They should be listening to to birds sing, not rockets blaring. Get rid of Hamas and there won't be any more rockets. Why aren't you in favor of getting rid of Hamas? It's the only answer. It's the only one. Because Israel's not going anywhere. And Israel's not an oppressor or an apartheid state. It's all a lie. These interns are fools and losers. Fire them now. This is Tony Katz today.